Welcome to the No Referees Podcast, where we have unpenalized conversations with sports personalities on industry news, their grind, the game, and much more. Please check us out on our social media pages at No Referees Pod for up-to-date info on the show. No rules, no texts, no whistles. This is No Referees Podcast. Welcome back to the No Referees Podcast. I'm your host, Eversaka Joby. Joining us today on another quarantine edition of our podcast. Please be sure to uh, check us out on our social media pages at No Referees Pod and on our new YouTube channel, No Referees Podcast. Today's special guest is one of my Texas brothers who grew up on the seawall. You know what I'm saying? You can catch the movies. Uh, <laughs> I thought this meant society, Thick of Thieves. Yes, sir. I can see him on the hit, hit TV shows, the Bernie Mac show, and of course, Martin. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at brubman underscore five. Hello? My <laughs> man, my brother from the South. Reginald Ballard, hey, what up, brother? <laughs> hey, man, just chilling, bro. Just chilling, <laughs> man. You know, trying to get, trying to keep this corona up off of me, man. <laughs> you know, hey, trying man. to get off, up off of me. I'm just trying to, man, I'm just trying to, you know, get it in, man, because when they say we could go, baby, let me tell you something, boy. <laughs> it's going to be ready, set. I'm going to be, boy, you don't understand. You're going you gonna to be like you saying bolt out the block. Man, you ain't lying. I'm going to be hitting spots. I'm going to be hitting spots I ain't never hit before. Man, I'm going to be going <laughs> in Mexican clubs. Man, I'm going to be going in, in taquerias around this bad fella, man. You're going to be on, baby. I'm going to be going to flower shops. Everywhere, this 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 going places I ain't never been before, man. When you make your trip back to Texas, you know we got some Texas staples, you know, like water burger, you know yep. what I'm saying, things of that nature. When you, go, when you go, when you Bluebell when I fly in, yeah, bluebell ice cream. Yeah. Uh, when you look, when you go home, what's one of the foods you eat when you food you touch down? Yeah, I I gotta get some barbecue, man. Texas barbecue, dude. <laughs> I mean, I mean, ain't nobody don't nobody barbecue better than Texas. See. We smoke our meat, man. They grill they junk. You know, they put they junk. See, fire don't touch our meat. Smoke cook it. That's what I like. I like when, the, when you, you soak your wood and your coals and you put it on and you put your meat on the other side and you let that smoke cook your meat. That's what I'm talking about. Anybody could grill. You could do that. You can grill in the house. You know, you ain't going to come to Texas and find a barbecue pit with knobs on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you say Cali, man. I'm like, oh, oh, that's a stove, man. <laughs> you cooking on the outside stove. Hey, they, they be using propane out there. You know, if you using exactly. propane, you really, you really ain't grilling. You don't use no propane in no Texas, man. Use that pit, <laughs> use that smoke, baby. Use that coal in that wood. That's how you. That's how you. That's how you do some meat. So and you put I, a, I that. Yeah, man. I, get, I gotta get my water burger. Got to give him a bluebell ice cream. I like the banana nut. I'm a cookies and cream guy. Oh yeah, yeah. I like that cookies and cream. I, I like it when it melt though. I like, I like I like a little. I like it a little soft. I don't like it real hard. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like the scrape it soft. Yeah. That's Texas style, yeah, dog. As soon as I every time I go home, you know, I'm from Arlington, so I get a DFW airport. As soon as I land, right there at that center port, right, we get off well, I'm at like 360, there's a Whataburger right there. I go there every time oh, before yeah, I go yeah, to my yeah, parents' yeah. house. <laughs> you, ever been, you ever been to Campese's Pizza out there? I've heard about it, but you know, I've never been oh, to it. Oh, man, that's the, that was our SMU go-to right there. Man, they, used give, they used to give us large pizzas for a nickel, man. They used to tell us, they used to tell us, they say, we can't, we can't give y'all no money and stuff. We can't give it to you for free because that's against the NCAA, so... <laughs> Just give us a nickel. <laughs> you get a big old pizza, dog. That's the best Egyptian style pizza, dude. Woo, they used to load it up. Oh man, that was that was heaven, dude. We're gonna stay right there with sport. You know, there's no referees podcast. No rules, no text, no whistles. So we're gonna get into your sports background here in a second. But I wanna know the very first time you got a flag thrown on you and you went you and the ref got into it. I ain't never did that. I ain't never had I, I don't even remember ever having a flag thrown on me, man. I ain't never gotten into the ref, man. And um, it's crazy because, like, like on stage, I, I use I, – I, I cuss on stage. I use profanity on stage. 
mm-hmm. off stage, my friends ain't never heard me cuss before. They be tripped when they come to my show. They say, man, we laughing this because you cussing. Because I always thought that if you cussing in the game to a ref, you're going to get penalized. So <laughs> I made it my business not to do it feel, and I had to do it in life because, you know, it's consequences of coming cussing somebody out. People talking, man, I cussed him out. Next thing, you know, you, the one that said that he got a big old black eye somewhere, you know what I'm saying? So I just don't do it, man. But I never got a, a penalty. I can't, I can't think. And you know what? It's funny you asked me that because I thought about that one day. I was like, man, I don't never remember getting a penalty thrown on me, man. As much uh, hip dick used to put on them boys? Never got a penalty, man. I used to hit legal. I used to, I used to know how to put it down. See, back in the day, we used to hit. It wasn't no, it wasn't no you know, you come across that middle, baby. You know, that's where the bullets fly. You could disappear in the middle of a zone. You know, <laughs> come in the zone, the, the middle, I was middle linebacker. You come across that zone, you just known to disappear. Pop! And that and that was like you get hooray, you hurrah. Now you get a flag. Whoop. So in my days, I probably would have got a lot of flag in this time of football. But my day, dog, that was a shoot. You got you got a star on your helmet. For that gun, you know what I'm saying? Remember, cats had stars. Yeah, had the little crossbow. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got rewarded for that kind of hit. Stay right there, bro. You from Galveston, bro? You know, I'm yes, from Ironton. And I'm gonna tell you, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Only shit I knew about Galveston was two things: the seawall, Kappa Beach party. And you know what? <laughs> if you go on the Galveston app right now, you'll see that right now because it looked just like Kappa Kappa Beach party right now. Tons of black people, man, in, in the spot, just motorcycles, man, you know, the honeys. It, it's crazy, man. So talk about growing up yeah. in Galveston, just what it's like, you know, Galveston being a separate part of, like, an island versus the rest of the state of Texas. Man, it was, to me, my childhood was the best childhood I ever had, man. I can't, I can't say that, you know, I'm from the hood and the hood overrated, bro. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I we had a nice I had a nice childhood man, I, you know every time I'm talking about you know the hood rough and I used to go to the hood and beat the kids up in the hood and come back <laughs> across the other side and and and, and spend their money going get some now ladies you know what I'm saying <laughs> so I mean shoot we we used to like say man go to the beach ride our bikes man it it wasn't that part of Gap Texas was totally different from any other we we didn't have. You didn't see horses and, you know, country and all that. It was beach, palm trees, island. It was almost like, man, a a, 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 a crackhead Hawaii. That's what it was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was, a, it was a gangster's paradise, you know what I mean? We had beaches and palm trees, baby. It was nice. We had none of that country. Ditches and all that kind of stuff, like Lamarck in Texas City, and all that kind of junk, yeah. man. It was, ni- it was nice. Everybody, Houston, they came down to Galveston if they wanted to go to the beach and have a good time, man. That's how we did it on the island. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why cats are trying to sell drugs on the island because all they got to do is close the bridge or the ferry, and you can't get out. <laughs> you don't run. Yeah, you run right in that water. <laughs> Raise your pants legs up, Tony. Don't get your pants wet. You only go so far. <laughs> I remember the first time I came to Galveston, man. I, I was thinking I was gonna roll up on like, like you said, like Hawaii. You yeah. Know, like Jamaican beach. The water's gonna be pristine. Yeah. yeah. I came down there, man. That water was charcoal black, like a bug. Yeah, you know, sometimes you catch it blue. Like now is more. Like when I've been home lately in the summer, man, you, it, it's more clear now than it used to be. Okay. And I was surprised, man. I'm like, wow, you can see the fish actually running <laughs> in the water now. You know what I'm saying? Why was it, why was it so black like that back in the day? I don't know, man. I mean, you know, my mama tell me now, she thinks she think they pouring tidy bowl in the water. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> Left there right there at Galveston, man. Talk about ball high school, football high school. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Y'all boys out there producing NFL players and like playing left and right. Like they come like they come out there like Skittles. You know yes, what I'm saying? Sure. What's up? What's Mike up? Evans, hey, Mike Evans, baby. Mike yeah, Evans, Damon Jones, right you know, now. these kind of guys, man. Yeah, Mike Mike Evans putting yep. y'all on the map right now, but you was 
but y'all were doing it way back when. You know what I'm uh, saying? Y'all had dudes. Y- many people come through the NFL, man. And then, you know, Galveston, believe it or not, Galveston about my, my high school was like big in track and field, man. We like some of the some of the fastest cats that ever came through this nation, man, have come through Galveston Ball, man. We had cats like Derek Florence, you know, ran 10-1 in 100 meters, man, high school. You had Ellison Stinson, Vincent Curville, all these cats was running like 10 flat, 10 ones, man. You know, and, and, and that's Olympic-type time, you know, back in the day. Right. And uh, they record still stands to this day, man, you know. So we had a lot of, lot of fast cats. As a matter of fact, I was on the four by four relay my junior year, and we ran three ten three. If you know anything about track, and three ten three is still in the top ten uh, Texas high school four by four relays of all time, man. Wow. Yeah, and that when we did that in eighty three, and cats still ain't running that fast to this day, dog. <laughs> That's what y'all eating that real organic chicken. You know, not you know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's right. We was eating that. We was eating that. We was in that wild caught salmon. <laughs> that, bar, that barnyard pimp. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? That's right, baby. That real catfish out there, boy. So you like you said you was a multi-sport athlete in uh, high school. You end up yep. you end up uh, playing college football. And I, before I get to your SFU day, because this is crazy. You know, I'm a sports fan. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in college right now. I've been a strength coach right. for the last 15 years. Uh, worked in NBA, worked in college, and yeah. just to you know, I've been I watched your thirty for thirty that you guys had. Yeah. So before we get to that, I didn't I didn't know because you know I grew up in the Big Twelve, you know what I'm saying era and all that. I didn't know that the Southwest Conference had all the Texas schools in it back in the day. Oh yeah. So man. you so you a Galveston guy. So how did you end up bypassing University of Houston, Texas A&M, UT Baylor, and then make your way all the way up to SMU? How did the other schools let you oh, SMU is Southern Methodist. That's in Dallas. Yeah, no, I'm saying, but I'm saying, but Southwest Conference, you had all the other schools that was before, in your region, like before. Your, yeah, yeah, but, 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 before at time, but at that time, man, it, uh, SMU was three, number three in the nation. Ah, so yeah, you, wanted go, yeah. you wanted to go to the creme de la creme. Yeah, man, and plus when I first seen Eric Dickinson, man, my junior, my sophomore year, I went to uh, Houston against SMU and Houston. Man, when I seen Dick run that ball, man, cold as he was, and cold the uniforms look, man, they were saying, SMU, SMU. Dick, get that pill. I said, man, I'm going, I knew in the time I was going to SMU, dog. I was going to SMU. I'm having a pony on my head, baby. It's going to be there with a visit. Man, they took me to my first strip club, dog, butt naked. Sisters, I was like, dude, I was in a whole, it was like Twilight Zone. I was like, man, I'm coming here, baby. <laughs> what other videos did you go on to uh, besides that? Did you go anywhere else? I went to and them picked me up in the helicopter, man, on my practice field <laughs> at Bar Gill at uh, now high school practice field. Flew me to AM. I went to a visit Houston, uh, TCU, and uh, University of Tennessee. Oh wow! Yeah, I hung out with Reggie White up there, man. Reggie Ooh. White played. How was that experience? I did. Man, that jump was cool, man. Reg was cool and fan, man. <laughs> cool and fan, man. And 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 it was funny because I was sitting down, they was eating at the training table, and man, they was passing around big old plates, man, filled up with steaks and stuff on it, man. I was like, wow. But when I went out there, man, I <laughs> I was flying out there. I ain't never been that far from home, right? So. I landed in, in uh, Pittsburgh first, and I called my grandmother. I say, Mama, guess where I am? She said, where? I said, I'm in Pittsburgh. She said, ooh, Reggie, that's too far. Come on home. She <laughs> 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 didn't want me to go further, man. I said, come on home. And uh, so I knew I wasn't going to go to Tennessee, man. They wanted me. And if they, you know, Tennessee was going to pay for my girlfriend to go. They said, mm. look, well, they was going to let me run track, too. You know, that's the only school that's going to let me run track and play mm. football, you know. Mm. So I'm a little biased because I'm, I'm a graduate of the University yeah, of Houston. No, so, so, so when I heard and I saw the whole the geography of the Southwest Conference, I was like, man, man it's going to U of A, but, hey, but, you know, I'm from Dallas. So, yeah, SMU, hey, Pony Express, can't be that, man. Yeah, man, we was like, <laughs> man, back in the day, we were like, we were dope, man. We, we were like. You know that we represented the nation, man, not just the conference. I mean, right. we had lost my my freshman year. I think we lost more games 
my freshman year, then they lost in four years. Man, we lost two games my man. freshman year, man. I think Eric Dickinson then went – I think they may have lost one or two in four years. Man, we was balling. We was balling, dog. That's <laughs> yeah, why they had penalty. Because we yeah. were smart enough school to get hit and not affect, you know, the, the, the NCAA. But it backfired on them because it ended up affecting the whole conference, man. I watched the Pony Excess the other day when we when we first got uh, got in contact. I watched it a long time ago, but I was yeah. I had to go back and watch it again just to just to, to touch up on my history. And yeah. I wanted to see if I could see you in it anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I saw you in one little spot, man. Yeah. I think yeah, that yeah, was yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was looking hard. I was stopping the yeah, water, yeah, stopping the water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was little. <laughs> so that time at SMU, though, like you said with the Pony Express and. All that situation going down, like like I said, Mr. I've been a college train coach for seven, eight years, and I know a lot of stuff that going behind the scenes that people don't talk about. Just take me through that that time back then, where basically y'all was on top of the world, and you know, if it yeah. wasn't for Dale Hansen, who I grew up watching on sports, you know, what I'm saying breaking that story, you know, y'all would have had two or three national championships. Exactly, man. Dale Hansen, yeah, he 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 tricked them, man. He he, he told me he was coming in and talking about the game. And he threw that letter on him, you know, and um, everything went down from there, man. I mean, everybody, you know, came around the school. That's when you see me coming. I was coming around school and they had, man, it was like vultures, man. All the college, you know, uh, recruiters was there, man, to try to get everybody. <laughs> oh, man, they, they had a field day, dog. Hey, what's some of the, the pitches he was hearing? Like, give me some of the, like, extravagant stuff that you was hearing. Like, man, we'll do this. We'll do that to get you. What would you hear out there? Oh, uh, uh, so they, man, uh, A&M <laughs> asked me, like, they said, hey, man, what three things you want to come here? I said, well, look, Coach, I, you know, I want to get a summer job. You know, I want to guarantee that I at least y'all will look at me, give me a chance to play, you know. And so we kept talking, kept talking. Man, we talked for like a long time, like like he know me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 you know, you never asked for that third thing. I said, well, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, I just I just want to play ball. Well, would you just name the thing you want? I said, I don't know, coach. He said, okay, look. He said, you want a car? <laughs> I like, hey, man, everybody want a car. Just tell me, man, what you want? You want a car? You want a car? I was like, wow, dog. So it's like they would, they would, they would, they would give you whatever you want in order to come and play. I know I, I, I watched the documentary that you end up leaving. You know, you end up transferring to Mizzou. You know, yeah, man. Tigers. You know, tell me about Coach that shot, experience. Bro. Coach shot. Man, when I it's funny, man. When I first went to SMU, I was uh, Jerry Ball took me to Reggie Dupont house. Reggie Dupont was the our running back, and Jerry Ball was our starting nose guard. So I said, I asked Reggie, I said, "Hey, man, y'all think um, uh, we gonna uh, go to a bowl?" He said, "What?" He said, "Man, we gonna win the Southwest Conference, man. What you talking about? Go to a bowl? You finna get a ring, pup? They call you pup, and you're a freshman." You know, and you know, they were that confident. Man, I went to Missouri, man. I said, hey man, so what it's like? They said, hey man, um, we might go to a bowl, man. Okay, Oklahoma gonna beat us, Nebraska gonna beat us, but we got a chance against uh I was like, it's totally different, dog. They knew the teams that was gonna beat them. SMU automatically knew that we was gonna win the conference, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's totally different, man. And I was like, I had to like change the, the the attitude over there, man. Right. Like, wow, dog. I said, no. I mean, we had Baylor was our first game, and they they were talking about how Baylor gonna be this and Baylor. I said, man, look, Baylor. I said, man, we beat Baylor when I was at SMU, man. Yeah, man. So after I got through doing a little pep talk, man, we beat the hell out of Baylor, man. <laughs> and uh, I ended up starting out there because they didn't let me start at first, you know. They had their boy already in there. I ain't. I wouldn't even worry about that. I'm like, all right. After this game, we that's gonna change. <laughs> I was making tackles in the backfield, man. I had a fumble recovery. Next thing I know, man, dude ain't starting no more. But yeah, it was totally different, man. Culture change. But but that's where I started my theater pro, my theater mm -hmm. uh, background, man. Is that mm -hmm. and uh, where I started at the end of SMU. So, but I continued at uh, Missouri. 
I remember Reedy said he needed extra, needed some extra credits and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. In the zoo. Yeah. Right. So, t- so tell, so talk to us about being, you know, so you know, such a uh, uh, the physicality part on the field, and then when you get into the theater rooms, and you have to like switch it up. Oh uh, man, yeah, man. We, you know, we balled out, man. I mean, I, I, I feel like I balled out until I just didn't like it no more, man. I started, I fell in love with theater, you know, with acting, and um, you know, went. Doing that, man, and I just friend of my friends you say, man, I can't believe I'm starting linebacker, man, going to theater classes, man. You know, not them saying dudes be like, hey, man, can you hook me up? Can you hook me up with something? <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, like I put the work in. Now y'all want to reap benefits, right? You know. <laughs> so, but uh, I loved it, man. I mean, the first play I did in college was um, uh, a soldier's play. I played C.J. Memphis, man, and um. Had to do the guitar and the singing and all that. And, um, man, we had did it for eight eight nights in a row, man. We had uh, standing room only. And uh, we got standing ovations every night, man. And um, my character excelled. They loved the character, man. So, you know, I said, I told my friends, I said, man, I'm going to go to Hollywood and hang with Stallone. I'm going to say, the next time you see me, I'm going to be on TV. Left, <laughs> went to Hollywood. The first movie I did was Stallone. Next time I seen him, I was on TV. True story. <laughs> so growing up, did you ever feel like you wanted to be an actor? I mean, I think I, think yeah, I knew that. Okay, in the fourth yeah, grade, okay. I seen my first Bruce Lee movie, Return of the Dragon. I knew I wanted to be an actor, man. I remember reading something that you said that you was really in love with the old black black exploitation type movie. Black exploitation you know? so, so I got a question. So I got a question for you. Here we go. Put you on the spot. Foxy you, Brown, you can't beat Dr. me. Jones. No, both of them. <laughs> which one? Which one I like the best? I like both. No, I can't. You gotta choose one. If you had two, if you had to choose one, if I had to choose one? Cleopatra Jones and who? Foxy Brown. Yeah, the, the movie. movie. The, the movie. movie. The movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would choose Cleopatra Jones the movie over Foxy Brown. Now I would probably choose Coffee over Cleopatra Jones. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I got one for you too. I know you I know you a big shaft guy. Oh yes, sir. This one right here gonna get you. All right, so this we're gonna stay with the OG Shaft movie. If we had to choose one or the other, you taking the Richard Roundtree acting or you taking the Isaac Hayes theme song? Oh <laughs> <laughs> I take just the theme song or the whole yeah. album. No, I'm, I'm just saying, just because you know with Shaft, that's what you know. You know what I'm saying? You know, right. the, you know the, 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 the theme song, then you know the act, the rich and round tree part. For, for a long time, when I was growing up, I thought Isaac Hayes was the Shaft, but it was just the theme nah. song. Wait, 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 wait. If you're gonna take the whole, if you take the whole Shaft acting, then you got to take the whole uh, uh, Isaac Hayes. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Well, you you give me your I would take, which one you taking? I take the whole soundtrack. <laughs> soundtrack is so dope, dog. I mean, Isaac Hayes is my favorite. my favorite uh, uh, artist, man. Okay. I was just talking to my wife there yesterday. I said, you know, Isaac Hayes is my favorite artist. <laughs> I mean, has to be stuck on the island. Give me Isaac Hayes, man. Isaac, man, that that soundtrack, that chef soundtrack, dude. I mean, uh, Bump is the mute, uh, Lament, uh, uh, Ellie's song for Ellie, something like that. Uh, what else? Every weekend that I'm on the road, I have I have a section in my in my on my playlist: Isaac Hayes, Bad White, and Curtis Mayfield. Those three I play on the plane. Well, you ain't messing around with no little Uzi Vert, Migos, or nothing oh, like that. Come either. on, man. <laughs> come on, man. I'm, I, I, I do a real man music. <laughs> All right, hold on. Yeah. Stay right there. You're a Texas guy. You got to give me one of your favorite Texas artists. I just did. Bear White. Texas, okay. 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 All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you buy it. Barry in there, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> The maestro, please. <laughs> Got to have the bear, the big show your ass. So I've only been to L.A. a couple of times, you know, being yeah. in the South. You know, I've been all over the world. I lived in China. I lived in New York. I lived everywhere. But I've only been to L.A. a couple of times just for work. So you made that that mass exodus right. in California. You mentioned culture shock a minute ago. Tell me what that culture shock was like when you first got to L.A. Oh, man, it was crazy, man, because we came from Missouri, man. 
at that time. And um, me and my wife, you know, we had all our stuff in the trunk of our little Nissan Central. And uh, <laughs> you fit you fit the Nissan Central right there. Man, I was riding all the way like this, man, all the way from, from Missouri with our stuff in the back. I was like this all the way, but I was determined to make it. <laughs> and uh. We got there, man, had a wedding dress, all my videos from like college and, you know, um, clippings and all that stuff, pictures. And uh, so we got to LA, man, and my aunt stayed right there by USC. And we looked like, wow, she must be balling. But USC is the hood. Right. We didn't know that. Coming from Texas, you thinking you stay by university, you, you, you living good. Man, so my aunt told us, hey, y'all take all y'all stuff out and bring it upstairs. I said, okay, I'll get it tomorrow. Dude, tomorrow came, went down there to get my stuff. Everything was gone. My wife, <laughs> they took my wife, my, my aunt told me, man, she said, boy, this is not Texas, boy. Take that stuff out the car. I'm like, oh, they ain't going to give me, you know, that quick. And then they, they they took everything except my pitch. I had a big pitch of my football uh, uh, pitch. Then I had like a little um, air, pellet, air pellet gun and some more little stuff they, they didn't take. And I'm like, well, they got me. So I went down there later to get that out. I came back. That was gone. Damn. They got me twice, dog. <laughs> yeah. So that was our culture shock. Wow. Well, L.A. And my cousin took me to an alley where they dump stuff that they don't want. And we went down there. They had, we had a few things that we recovered. But, man, they, had, they, they took her wedding dress, man, all that junk, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's crazy. They, they, you must have them out of state place. So they must yeah. see you come. They did. But the dude Damn. that did it, man, he dead. Damn. I don't know how he died, but he dead. Wanted to make sure that athletes had access to a to a shooting machine that they could take anywhere. So I came up with the concept to fold it into a duffel bag. I ended up prototyping with my friend Xavier, welding our first prototypes in the garage. I made it for myself. I also made it for the millions of other athletes out there that are trying to reach their dreams and uh, trying to make it out. So when you get to Cali, you know, what's the, you know, you, you mentioned you having the first film, Sylvester Stallone, you know, you just walk, like, you walk around, like, you don't have an agent, like, how are you making this shit happen when you get there? Well, I, I, I had got an agent, you know, I had got an agent, but at that time, I was doing, I was just like an extra, you know, mm. and, um, but then I had got an agent, the agent started sending me on auditions, and um, they sent me on Martin. And, um, you know, when I um, auditioned for that, you know, they wanted me to do something different. I did something different and I got the part. I know. Growing up, growing up watching Martin, man, obviously we know people, especially my age, I'm late 30s, you know, we used to watch that rerun, I'll start rerun after rerun. Yeah, right, I right. knew, I knew the very first time you opened your mouth, like I knew you were from somewhere close to where I was from. And I didn't see nobody. I really didn't see nobody on TV that had that swing, that swag, that swing. That's like me, right? You know what I'm right, saying? Right, so right, like, right, right, right. Stuff like bathroom and yeah, and, and uh, like flow instead of floor. Flow. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like you were yeah, saying the yeah. same thing that I was saying, and I was right. like, I bet this dude. I, at that time, I didn't, you know, we didn't have, you know, internet and all that kind of stuff. I just like, man, I knew this guy from somewhere. Talk about some of the, the meetings you had. Like, you know, I read some stuff. You said a lot of it was improv, but, you know, yeah. what's this like? They that couldn't write. They yeah, couldn't they couldn't write. write. <laughs> no, they couldn't, they couldn't write. You know, that, that type of slang, man. They used to write it regular, and I used to just break it down my way. And um, they liked it. They loved it. You know, they got the credit for it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, um, you know, um, the things that I used to say, like the, um, you know, like say bathroom, you know, 
They couldn't write that, man. They didn't know that. <laughs> you know, but people from Texas knew what that was. You know, we know, we know. Y'all come on out the bathroom, man. <laughs> so when you tell them these uh, Texas words like bod and bathroom, like when you say yeah. it to them, they looking at you crazy, like what the hell you yeah, saying? I know, yeah, yeah. I, I, I tell them, I say, no, man, I say sometimes, man, we, 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 we drag our words, man. It's like, you know, some people say, if it don't get done today, it get done tomorrow. I say, we'll say, yo, man, if it don't get done today, it get done tomorrow. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what we do, you know. We we drag. My sister was good at that jump, man. My sister used to always, like, I'd be messing with my sister, man. She'd say, stop, boy, huh? <laughs> You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. That's my sister, man. Stop, boy. Whoa. Drag out for two, three seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Play too much. You know. But that there's one line that you that you say in your uh in your character that I think I said as a culture. You don't get enough credit for it because I know I say it every day. One phrase, yo, what you doing? Nothing, just chilling. That's it. Every day, <laughs> everybody says it. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a part of our normal <laughs> yeah. conversation now. Yeah, yeah, nothing, just chilling. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. That was it. It, it made, it made the, 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 the character a legend, man. <laughs> Crazy, right? <laughs> one phrase, but out of all the phrases you got, like you said, bathroom. Another one I yeah. like you, you say was a uh, came to buy, came to buy your CD player. So like, yeah. yeah, you know, man, yeah. the bar was one, but the, nothing, just chilling, man. We people say it every day, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made it, it made it, it made it famous, man. And and, and I, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm cool with it because when people see me on the streets. And they say, bro, man, I don't get mad. You know, it's it's cool with me because I know Jimmy Walker, you call him JJ, man. He want to fight. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But me, it's like I love it because it's like you could create something that people enjoy, man. And, you know, you made a mark in life, man. You know, that that's a rare, man. That's rare, man. It's rare to do, man. You know, you should be able to, be able to embrace it and enjoy it that people love something that you did. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I feel about it. One uh, one thing I, I saw you uh, interview, you said, you know, that everybody got a bruh bro man in their family. Everybody yeah, know a bruh man. Everybody. I know I got everybody got a brother or that auntie or that yeah. cousin or something yeah. like that. that come on, ball. But just be getting on your nerves all the time. <laughs> right, come on, man. So, most people don't know. As such an iconic character that you had, you was only on the show. Uh, a limited limited number of shows. You know, I was talking to somebody last night, and I was doing my research, and it was like I just can't believe he was only on twelve. Some some yeah. say twelve, people say thirteen. You know, just a handful, handful of shows, basically. Right. You know, it, in that in that time frame, when you went on the show, were you watching the show? Were you going on set, or was you a part of the show? Or were you doing other stuff? Oh yeah, I used to watch it. I used to watch. It. I don't think I ever been to to the set that that I didn't if I wasn't on. I did on Bernie though, you know, Bernie. Like when Isaac Hayes was there, man, I had to go. I said, I'm coming to see you, you coming to meet Isaac, uh, you know. <laughs> And uh, 12, um, what, 13, what, 13? I read 12, I read 13, I've heard, I read yeah, yeah, more. And, like, and, and 40 on uh, uh, Bernie. What was one of your favorite bruh man episodes that you did? My favorite, uh, Martin, probably yeah. was the dream when he, when, when he was dreaming. And they asked me if I had a dream about, you know, <laughs> I said a dream I was going through when this fire escape that that, one, that episode. So mine is actually that's crazy you said that mine was the one where you was like I had the dream going to that house and it was a yeah that's it that's friend. the one that's, that's my favorite one, one. that's the one that's the one and it wouldn't open <laughs> that's the one. That's that's what what I love Love that one. My, my, my favorite when you, know, you came, out, that one. came out the bathroom saying that old school uh, 
Indian Indian uh, air freshener we had back in the yeah, day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. One. <laughs> yeah, cool, man. All right, so most people don't know, like you said, mentioned that you was on the Bernie Mac show. You know, for uh-huh. forty episodes after that. You know, King of Comedy one of my favorite things, and my favorite part of King of the Comedy is the Bernie Mac part. So right. let's talk about being around Bernie Mac every day. How funny he was, and I, I'm gonna say I, I like Bernie Mac because he kind of had that same kind of twang I had. He would say "motherfuckers." Right, 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 right. So that's why Bernie knew that too. Bernie was like good at that. And let me tell you, man, working on Bernie was like. I tell people, man, I got my master's on Martin and my PhD on Bernie. Bernie was the coolest cat that you could ever meet. When he asked you how you doing, he meant how you doing. He knew what kind of movie deal you got. Bernie used to tell us stuff that was so funny that he didn't get a chance to do, you know, um, uh, on stage. But Bernie used to, man, we used to, and we were so good at what we did, you know, the fellas around the table. We used to, we were so good at it that we used to come there and we sit around the table and just talk and laugh, man, and tell jokes. And then they say, action. We go right into the, to the set. And then when they say cut, we go right back into t- what we're doing. It's like, that's how good we had it, man. That's how well we had our, you know, the camaraderie and the, you know, the timing and the tempo down. Like when, when get, we had guest stars that come on, and sit at the table with us, then it wasn't quite like that, you know. But, <laughs> like, say, for instance, Sugar Shane Mosley came to there one time. Dude, all Sugar had to do was be himself. They wrote it for <laughs> Sugar Shane. He had to be no actor. It was you, it, the, the character name is Sugar Shane Mosley, and you just act like Sugar Shane Mosley. Actually, <laughs> 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 Sugar had this one line, and he said, uh, where you guys staying at the Mandalay Bay? And Sugar was like, where you staying at the Mandalay Bay? <laughs> man, we were like, what the hell is Sugar doing? And man, my man, Mike Rav got mad at him, man. He said, come on, Sugar, it's you, man. I say, dude, you better be careful, nigga. That's still Sugar Shane now. <laughs> he will knock you out. <laughs> And Bernie, Bernie messed with him because Bernie thought, we all thought Sugar lost that first fight to Delahoya. So Bernie was telling us, he said, I bet you I tell him, I bet you I tell him. And we said, I don't think you ain't going to tell him, you ain't going to tell him. So we were talking, talking to Bernie, bust out, Sugar, man, you know you lost that fight, man. You know you lost that fight, man. <laughs> man, that's how we sit down. We're like, oh, I know he didn't say that. <laughs> well, it was funny, man. The way he did it, it was hilarious. But Bernie used to tell us some stuff, man, that, oh, man, he had stories, man, stories man, all day. Give me give me a Bernie Mac story that you ain't never told before. Give me some stuff. Oh, I see some stuff that you just said, but I want to hear a Bernie Mac story that you ain't never man, told before. Shoot, I, I, shoot, man, I think I told everything to Bernie, man. Bernie, Bernie said, I never told this one, though. Bernie said he got, he got beat up one time by this dude named Rayfield. He say, he say, you ever get beat up so bad, man, that you just start telling the dude it's enough? <laughs> Rayfield, come on, man, it's enough, Rayfield, it's enough. <laughs> I want no more Rayfield. I want. <laughs> man, the way he told it, I was laughing. My man, we was crying. He said Rayfield had him all in the corner, man. He's beating on him. <laughs> Rayfield, that's enough, man. Oh, God. That boy, that boy, that boy, that's something else, man. Bernie was crazy <laughs> as hell, man. He used to have this rolling, dude. I know when I watch King the Comedy, man, DL and Steve Harvey and all those dudes is funny. But Bernie I ain't gonna lie, I can't. Sing, man. You remember the Guess Who, the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember at the end when he was singing? Yeah, that was, that was really him. Was, yeah, he thought he was cold, right? So he came back to the set. He said, dog, no, nah, man, that was all me, man. That was me, man. That was me. Nigga, my brother sung with the shot lights. I say, nigga, that's your brother sung with the shot lights. You didn't sing with the shot lights. 
I say, Bernie, you think that sounded good? <laughs> man, that was good. I say, dog, uh-uh, man, stick what you're doing, <laughs> dog. dog. <laughs> Make it comical, Bernie, because <laughs> that joke was hilarious, man. He really thought that he was saying it cold like the shy lights, man. <laughs> Because his brother sunk with the child lights. Woo! That boy got that, in, got that in his DNA. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Man, man, that was my man. What is it like being a, a you know, you're so famous for bro man, and you get to, you have such a, a, a yeah, a longer career with Bernie's show than you did with Martin, because you, you have more, you know, triple, quadruple episodes. You know, yeah. after that, you know, is it hard to get work? Are you stereotyped as bruh man yeah. or it's being a, you know, how does that work? It's funny, man. I've done a lot of dramatic stuff, man. People don't know, you know, like NCIS. I did, um, um, ER. Crumbs. I did, um, uh, yeah, well, Crumbs was a comedy. Um, um, what else? Uh, Bones. Um, a lot of dramatic type stuff, man. And um, and it's funny, people just, you know, know me from the uh, the comedy stuff, you know. Right. But, um, you know, and I get a lot of dramatic auditions, man. And that's what I like. I like, I just like acting, man. I like doing, I could, and I'm happy that I could do both. I could do dramatic and I can do um, comedy, so. When you so when you were you you came up in like you said you were uh, trained in in college and you you had that that part. When did you find your niche that you was going to be more the comedic side? Well, I think the first show that I did the show called True Colors on uh, Fox back in the day with um uh, uh, Frankie Faison was in it, Nancy Walker, um, Claude Brooks, Adam Jeffries. And um, that that show right there, man. I did. I suppose the one episode ended up doing five episodes, and wow. and they loved the character, man. I, you know, people just called me Tyrell in the street back in the day, before <laughs> Martin, you know, before bro, man. So, you know, I've been on a lot of shows, man, more than one time. I know that you know uh, the Parkers more than once. Been on this show called The Show more than once. I've been on Built to Last more than once. I've been on, you know, Martin Bernie more than once. Uh, Crumbs more than once. So there's a lot of shows that they brought me back, you know. So I guess, you know, comedy, I guess I was doing something good. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I think I read, I uh, saw something that you started off, that you did something in Houston at a, uh, at a at open mic or something like that. You hosted something and somebody saw oh, you. Oh, yeah, that was the first, yeah, like first comedy thing I did. Um, J. Anthony Brown had a, had a spot in uh, Houston. He'll okay. stop. And he asked me, can I go down there and, you know, host? And I'm like, yeah. So I went down there, man, told little jokes, you know, it was cool. And <laughs> what, was, what, was your first joke, what was that first joke you told? Uh, well, shoot, I don't even remember, man. It was like something like, uh, I think I had roast jokes. Everybody had roast jokes. I think I said something like, man, I was at the hotel and they got me in this hotel full of roaches. I said that, um, man, I had, uh, used a roast fogger, the fogger, you know, the bomb, the, the, the hotel. I came back to the room. Roaches, roaches was running around in, in, in trench coats like they was in London from the fall. <laughs> you know, cold, like London fall. We ran yeah, yeah. London fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like a bird joke, man. So, you know, right now we got the whole last dance thing going on. You know, that was the era where you was, you know, you was a, you was in the you was in the mix back then. I, I read right. something too. You know, yeah, Tupac. You know, uh, Kobe. You know, all you know, you in L.A. You know, so you're a Texas guy. Yeah. So tell me some of them times about some of the more famous people that you met during your you know back in the hey 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 day when you was just like you know oh. in the figure thing. Man, I met I met man. I'm telling you, like the people that I worked with, man. I mean, I, I met Snoop, man. Me and Snoop, cool. I know Snoop. Um. Man, I worked with Cleavon Little. 
they say Nancy Walker, some of these people you might not know, but they like big in the game back in the day. Right. You know, Frankie Faison, um, man, sh- I worked with Richard Roundtree. I worked with Billy D. Williams. I worked with James Kahn. James Kahn. Yeah, I like um, James Kahn. Yeah, man. Him and, you know, I, you know, uh, Brian Song, man. I worked with both yeah. of them dudes, man. Can you yeah, believe okay, that? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. Fred Wilson. I met Jim Brown. They like my heroes. You know, back in the you know, black exploitation days, man. Um, yeah. I met, um, um, uh, what's in that? Lawanda Page worked with her. Uh, on yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Worked with um, Viv Mill. Vivica did a play together. Vivica Fox. Uh, man, sh- man with everybody. There's so many, dude. There's so many, man. I, that that I I met or even worked with. You know, I'm saying I met I, I met a uh, uh, Schwarzenegger one time. I was walking on the set. <laughs> on a lot, man. He was out out there playing catch with his little kid by his trailer. He had a big old eighteen wheeler trailer full of weights, man. <laughs> he, he <laughs> <a> weight room, <laughs> yeah. Man, he like, how's it going? <laughs> I'm doing good. Man. I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. You know, I should have stopped really talking to him though. That's what I should have done. And anybody you saw that you was like starstruck about? Uh yeah, man, Richard Roundtree. Wow. Shaft, man, when I seen him do it on the set, I wore and I wore my Shaft shirt to the set, man. And I took a picture with him with the shirt on, man. It was cool. I was like a groupie dude. I was like, yo, sign right here, man. I'm like, man, you signing your titty, man. <laughs> I said, Oh man, I don't mean it like that, man. So Signed my script for me, man. It was cool. I got it in my case right now. Yo. It was funny because this my the, the writer told me that, that another dude that was on the show was trying to get my autograph, and he said, I was over there trying to get uh, Richard Roundtree autograph. He said, man, you had a groupie on you, and you grouping on uh, Richard Roundtree. <laughs> that was crazy. And then, man, I left, when I left the set, I'm driving off, man. He driving behind me, man. I'm nervous. He driving behind me for a long way, man. I'm nervous, man. I'm like, God, dog, man, Richard Roundtree behind me, man. And I turned the corner, and he blew every bump up and did like that. I was like, oh, this is that Richie. <laughs> that was cool, dog. That was cool, man. That was like a highlight right there. That was a highlight right there. After, after Bernie, all these other shows, you know, I, I read that you were embarking on a, a nationwide stand-up. How's that been going for you? Been going well, man. I'm on hold almost every weekend until this virus hit. And so, uh, you know, that's what I'm doing now, man. I got to ask you about one thing that I've seen on your Twitter page. The golf beef. Not the golf, the golf oh, beef. Oh, man. Shoot. Hey, what happened, what happened yeah. to the golf beef, man? You got to put, you got to make that like a YouTube special. No, that's funny, we man. Trying. We trying, man. We trying. We still at it, man. We still be getting it in, dude. I haven't played in a while, man. I've been having little health issues lately, man. I got the kidney situation, man, I, I'm dealing with right now. But, um, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, with that, yeah, man. yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, we still be playing, man. We still get out there, but we can't get out there now because all the golf course is closed. But we be taking that jump serious, boy. Who was who uh, out of your group of comedians, a few you will, who was really good and who's really trash? Oh, uh, man, we all pretty much the same, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> but but you always talk about trash. You got a couple of trash players out there, man. I ain't gonna call them out, <laughs> but we all, you know, we all play, man. All of us pretty good, man. All of us, all of us shoot in the eighties, man. Pretty much, you might have one or two cats, you know, might hit a 78, 79, you know, here and there. Like sometimes I play with Terrell Davis, you know, he, he sometimes he he might go seventy seven, then he come back and go ninety five. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So, so you know, and uh, but he he one of the better players. Um, got a dude named Raph Harris, man. Raph pretty good, you know. Um, but we all, man, we all anybody could beat anybody on any day. Right, right. That's how ain't nobody shooting no lights out. 
we got one or two cats like dude named uh, 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 Charles. You don't <laughs> even want you don't even want to start thinking about betting with him. It's gonna take your whole money and your clothes. Charles <laughs> do like sixty eight, sixty sevens in the sixties. We ain't nowhere near the sixties, dog. We in our eighties. He beats us by twenty strokes. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of bad, dude. A little short. I mean, I mean, little bitty skinny dude hit the ball three hundred yards. <laughs> so they go to show you ain't got to be no big dude to hit the ball far. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so who you got? So you in LA? You know, yeah, I know you're a huge sports fan. You got you got the Chargers, you got the Rams, you got the Lakers, you got the Clippers. You know, you say with the NBA, they they about to come back soon or. You know, they got LeBron versus Kawhi. You know what I'm saying? I'm a LeBron yeah. fan all day, man. <laughs> so you riding with the Lakers on that for the chip. I'm all day, baby. LeBron got a shoe. You seen, you seen this Martin edition? Yeah, I mean, with the, uh, the, uh, the fifth flow on, on, on it, baby. <laughs> I, I've been a LeBron fan, though, man. Yeah. When you saw that. Uh, my, my, saw my, my five players, he's one of my five. Okay. When you saw that, uh, that LeBron fifth flow shoe, you know, did you ever be like, man. That blew me away. <laughs> I, I, was out there, I was out there doing, we was out there filming one of the golf things, man. And um, um, dude, he texted me. He said, you seen this shoe? I said, nah, I thought he was playing. I said, man, nah. Then he showed me the shoe, man. And I couldn't believe it, man. It was cool. I'm like, that's that's cool in the mug. I mean, he had all Martin Sands on it. Then he had that one with me sticking out like that. That was dope. <laughs> <laughs> that's fresh, real. Yeah, I seen that. I saw it online. I was like, "Damn!" Was oh, I, I thought you. I thought LeBron may have sent you a pair. <laughs> hey, I wish you would have. <laughs> I got a pair though. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> My Texas brother, I appreciate you coming on No Referees podcast. Thank you, dog. Today, man, sharing some stories with a Texas brother, man, from yes, football, from college to after and everything in between man so i appreciate you coming on everybody please go follow reggie on his uh social media pages there bro man underscore five flow and that's my brother from texas all right homie <laughs> reggie ballad thank you brother all right man be cool man thanks for listening to another episode of the no referees podcast don't forget to hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to this show and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on social media at No Referees Pod. Till the next episode, we out.